In her own mind the tall dark girl had been in those days much confused. A great restlessness was in her, and it expressed itself in two ways. First there was an uneasy desire for change, for some big definite movement to her life. It was this feeling that had turned her mind to the stage. She dreamed of joining some company and wandering over the world, seeing always new faces and giving something out of herself to all people. Sometimes at night she was quite beside herself with the thought, but when she tried to talk of the matter to the members of the theatrical companies, that came to Winesburg and stopped at her father's hotel, she got nowhere. They did not seem to know what she meant, or if she did get something of her passion expressed, they only laughed. It's not like that, they said. It's a dull and uninteresting as is here. Nothing comes of it. With the travelling men when she walked about with them, and later with Tom Willard, it was quite different. Always they seemed to understand and sympathize with her. On the side streets of the village, in the darkness under the trees, they took hold of her hand, and she thought that something unexpressed in herself came forth and became a part of an unexpressed something in them. And then there was the second expression of her restlessness, when that came, she felt for a time released and happy. She did not blame the men who walked with her, and later she did not blame Tom Willard. It was always the same, beginning with kisses and ending, after strange wild emotions, with peace and sobbing repentance. When she sobbed, she put her hand upon the face of the man, and had always the same thought. Even though he were large and bearded, she thought he had become suddenly a little boy. She wondered why he did not sob also. In her room, tucked away in a corner of the old Willard house, Elizabeth Willard lighted a lamp and put it on a dressing table that stood by the door. A thought had come into her mind, and she went to a closet and brought out a small square box and set it on the table. The box contained material for makeup and had been left with other things by a theatrical company that had once been stranded in Winesburg. Elizabeth Willard had decided that she would be beautiful. Her hair was still black and there was a great mass of it braided and coiled about her head. The scene that was to take place in the office below began to grow in her mind. No ghostly, worn-out figure should confront Tom Willard, but something quite unexpected and startling.'